0: He said that the spirit still roamed this house. It really is haunted? (sighs) There's something. I mean, we didn't just talk ourselves into it. Into what? Davy said that the uh,
1: spirit would make us feel sexy. It was unavoidable. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, A Random Movie Podcast. I'm Heath Lambert. I should say the new and improved That's So Random because I actually have real deal equipment now so the show won't sound like shit anymore. So to people who have been long time listeners who I very much appreciate sticking it out when I didn't sound so good... Um. We're on the up and up now, so enjoy that, and I appreciate all of you. Tonight's movie from 1995, Storm Swept. Now, when I saw that I had what is basically softcore porn this week, I thought to myself, if only I knew someone who has an upcoming podcast about smutty movies. Oh wait, I do know someone like that cj Penn, how are you ma'am i'm doing good thank you so this is not a good movie but is it <laughs> is it good smut i'm not you're the resident expert i'm not i'm not the judge of these
0: you know we had a couple moments i watched it with my husband we had a couple moments where i was like this could almost be hot if it wasn't for like the people, it was not quite there. There were a few moments I was like, "Well, this would've been a hot scenario." And like in almost any other situation, um, but for the most part, it was just like the most ridiculous, like fake. I don't know if they've ever even like had sex when they wrote this script thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we'll get into the the scenes individually, but it's it's definitely a very how can I say this, male gaze particularly yeah. when it comes to lesbianism. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's very much of the ilk of, it's kind of the, it, yeah, 1995 is when it came out. It looks it looks, and feels like it should have come out in 1988. But it's sort of that era of the, like, straight-to-video, softcore porn, like the Skinamax movie. Is what it's like the it.
0: last shelf in Blockbuster on the back. Probably got some dust on the VHS. Hasn't been checked out in a couple months, kind of kind of movie.
1: Yeah, it's the stuff that Cinemax used to show at three in the morning, which is why we called it Skinamax. But what's crazy is at the very beginning of this movie, when it starts, a logo pops up that says Skinmax.tv. So apparently there's a distributor, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a distributor who is going out and finding all this old Softcore porn and putting it out <laughs> Into the world So god, god bless them I guess Um We will be I, I always put the explicit tag On episodes just cause I swear a lot But ladies and gentlemen we will be Earning that tag today so <laughs> if for some weird Reason you listen to the show with your children Maybe not this week Um Yeah, let's just get into it, I guess. There's, um... The movie opens. It's a dark and stormy night. Like a Louisiana plantation house. Big... I guess it's not gothic architecture, but... Big mansion. And, um... Then we see... There's a a pretty blonde named Misty who's making candles. And her maybe boyfriend, we, there's a lot of things that we won't find out till later. Um, but her maybe boyfriend, Lauren comes in and is saying like, he's helping her hide from the police cause something, she did something bad. The house that they're in is about to be sold cause the old man who owned it died. Yeah. Old man wrote, she says, um, yeah, he has to help her hide here, or she's going to be arrested for what she's done. She then appears to be possessed by a horny ghost, <laughs> which is what this movie should just be called, the Horny Ghost. Yeah. Um, it,
0: it it was a strong opening.
1: It's an odd opening because it doesn't come back into play until I mean we revisit her at various spots in the movie but it's really not important at all until the very, very, like the last couple minutes. Yeah. So it's, you're kind of sitting there scratching your head like, okay, but what does this have to do with all the other stuff that's going on? Um. When I say possessed by a horny ghost, I mean she starts coming on to Warren, who's like, no, 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 not not when he's around. Because she was like normal and like worried about their situation and then like a flip switch flipped like a breeze came through the house and suddenly she's all horned up she's on the bed she's you know touching herself, like come to bed with me and he's like no 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 no." (laughs) and um then this also for one of the only times in the movie that this ghost can sort of poltergeist things shoves this Lorne sort of onto the bed towards her and he runs away So this must be a bad situation, because this is an attractive woman. Why would you not... What is going on that you don't want to fuck this woman? (laughs) I I guess we'll sort of find out. Um, Then we got to, of all things, a real estate office. The least horny place on earth. Um... The two guys who work there are talking about they have a mansion that's hard to sell because there were orgies and a murder there. Um, But if they sell it as or if they rent it out as like a vacation place, they don't have to disclose what happened there. So that's sort of their loophole. Um, And they hand it off to Dottie who walks in who's sort of the hero of the movie. Maybe it's hard to say. Um, and she takes a look at the address, and they're like, Oh, this is your, you know, you deal with this, you find somebody to pawn this off on. And she looks at the address and she seems disturbed by it, but we don't know why. She kind of doesn't really know why either. Um, uh, you dude, jump in at any time, don't I? T- <coughs> I tend to over talk and talk over people, so. It's fine. <laughs> Anytime you have something to say, jump on in. Um, so, Dottie goes by herself to tour the house, and we get, well, earlier, when we were with Missy in the basement, she had, like, a black-and-white flash flashback of an orgy, sort of. Like, there's definitely multiple people doing stuff together, um... One of the shots is of a scene that happens later in the movie Where two women are rubbing their breasts together So she's also seeing into the future somehow But um, So when Dottie is touring the house by herself She starts having the same flashback But in color And with murder attached to the end of it Like she remembers Running down some stairs And there's a woman on like a Cross Chained up Whose throat has been There's blood pouring down so but she doesn't seem the room is spinning and we still don't know what's going on
0: (laughs) yeah it was really disjumbled it was like a flashback mixed with a vision and I think she actually was supposed to be meeting the potential renter and she totally freaks out and hauls ass out of the the plantation house
1: yeah but not before she finds a skeleton dildo
0: (laughs) oh my god I cracked up at that. That is the weirdest damn thing.
1: I don't even know how to describe it. You'd almost have to you have to watch it and see, but it's like... like
0: the entire house is so full of like these strangely I, I hesitate to say erotic because that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen, like the biggest turn off ever. Like sexual related things, I guess, like from the pictures to the artwork to the decor to the books. And I think that the freaking statue of a half skeleton thing was like this that was just that was a lot that was so fucking weird
1: yeah it's like a big fat it appears to be made of stone yeah but very clearly phallic in nature but also carved with like a skull and a skeleton so it's an odd (laughs) and it's just sitting on a table it's not like locked up in a closet or anything it's just sitting there so that's just part of the decor and she sees that and that that's the final straw she runs out of the house (laughs) um but she is ordered to show this house to Brianna Dashwood, who we'll meet in a second. Because we'll see, there's a woman being chased. There's a fanboat chase happening. She's being chased by a. She's in a fanboat. She's being chased by another man in the fanboat. She pulls up into the bayou and gets on land. Steals a little kid's bike from a little kid. Bikes off on it, and the guy who's chasing her jumps on the other kid's bike, and he's chasing after her. And she falls off the bike and he runs up and he's like oh you dropped your wendell menthol and they're shooting a commercial for cigarettes what kind of commercial is this number one
0: like you said it's very male-based it was definitely i was like we're gonna this early in the movie really i thought there was gonna be like for trigger warning for the rest of the episode i thought there was gonna be a sexual assault i was so freaking confused and she had said that she was a hollywood model so i knew that was probably who we were meeting but it was it was a very strange commercial it was definitely a very male gay centric
1: commercial well just the concept of like you're selling cigarettes by having this weird yeah, guy possible- chasing
0: yeah a swamp
1: there's a like, woman being what? chased stealing bikes from children like just to bring her cigarettes back it's a very Dumb That's commercial. definitely
0: way to say that your, that your product is like irresistible and so important and value. But like you, there was a thousand other ways that they could have done that. That would have been less weird.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what Brianna's role is because she's clearly an actress in this commercial. She's also an actress in the movie that they start or the, the whatever that they start filming once they get to the mansion. She's but, a model. But she's apparently also the... Because she's the one who's like scouting the location for this mansion. Which usually you're not, the actresses aren't also the, I mean, unless it's a very low budget. Which I guess it is because there's only like a crew of two people and two actresses and one director. So, But it's weird that she's the location scout and, and an actress. And she doesn't want to, she says, she's like, I'm on vacation, I'm not filming anything. But then winds up filming stuff anyway. Like, well, are you, you had to know you were filming stuff because they bring an entire truck. A moving truck full of equipment so you knew you were filming stuff so you're not on vacation so I don't know what you're doing she's confused we're confused the um, Dottie meets her tries to talk her into showing her a different house because she doesn't want to go back to that house but Brianna's like nope that's the one I want that's the one you said you'd show me so let's go
0: Which seems like an opulent waste of money Because there's like four people And this is a freaking plantation There's like 50 rooms
1: Yeah it's presumably As backdrop for whatever this Unnamed thing is that they're filming
0: Yeah they're the one that she's on vacation for But like is gonna do all the work for Right now anyways
1: And they appear It appears to also be just softcore porn That they're shooting So it's a softcore porn movie inside of a softcore porn movie which I guess, that's what they know. The director of this movie... No one in this movie have you ever seen before, or probably will ever see again. The director had a career of movies like this. Softcore porn, straight-to-video, and kind of nothing else. So, it stands the reason that that's his area of expertise. Um, I am cut back to Missy, who hears voices coming from upstairs. And here's kind of the first moment that we realize oh she's in the basement of this house the house that dottie and brianna are looking at she's somehow in the basement of that house because she's hearing voices from upstairs she doesn't know who's up there nobody's supposed to be here the house is empty it's supposed to be getting sold and she starts freaking out um Hope he's I wrote something down. Oh, he, she's talking. She's writing in her diary and she says that she hopes that Lauren sells more of her candles because she's running out of food. So that's how they're subsisting and getting by is she's just making candles. He's running into town and selling them. So they have a very odd situation that they're in right now. But again, we don't know yet what that situation is, so it just seems like there has to be a better solution than
0: yeah I don't even think Lauren is there all the time I think he kind of comes and goes too which makes it even more bizarre because I know the house has been empty at this point for 12 years and you can tell by the state of Missy's hair and her clothes and how many freaking candles are in that room she's been there for ages I don't think Lauren actually stays there I think he comes and goes
1: yeah I don't know if they ever say how long it's been since sort of the incident that we'll get into later and why she's here 12 years seems like a long time because in the flashbacks they look exactly the same as yeah they look exactly (laughs) so but but they they
0: alluded that the incident was like 12 years ago which if she's involved in it would imply she's been there for 12 years they look like they're like the exact same freaking age
1: yeah or it could be maybe the house was empty then too and they rented it the same way for their orgy orgy party or whatever Mm Hmm don't know but um so at this point the rest of the crew starts showing up a girl named Kelly arrives brunette um, she announces that she's engaged so she's (laughs) off-limits supposedly and we also meet because Brianna meets her at a bar um, where we also meet Damon who's the director Of this whatever project is. That they're working on. Um, And. Two of the other. Eugene and Marla are the two sort of crew members. Um, And Marla is already plastered. And comes over and she's. Have you met Damon yet? He's the best. She's super drunk. She's like he can hypnotize people. Ask him he can hypnotize people. And he can make your boobs bigger through hypnotism. Which. I mean, is that a thing?
0: I don't know like I wanna say I've heard people say that kind of stuff before, but it that yeah, that was that was a thing. That was a whole thing. Like they said that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's supposedly a skill he hate. His hypnotism will come into play in a big way later on. Not to make any boobs bigger though. Um But yeah, I don't that he's full of shit. That, there's, no way there's no way that works. There's no way that works. Um, then we're back to Missy. She's freaking out. She's talking to what looks like herself, but she's actually talking to apparently the spirit of the house. She always just refers to it as the spirit and says that you've always protected me. So this mentally, this girl is perhaps broken because she's basically being kidnapped and held against her will. But she's scared to leave like she could leave any time. But she doesn't She's so reliant on Lorne And apparently a ghost as well So um, Everybody's at the house Damon the director tries the basement door And it's locked He can't get in But we see Missy on the other side of it And here's where we for sure know That like oh it's in the same house Because she sees the knob rattling As he's trying to get in And she's freaking out like oh god someone's going to come in Um, Dottie Is supposed to Go back to the office Or no Dottie has already left But Dottie gets a call that's like you forgot Some insurance form That they were supposed to fill out So you have to go back to the house And get Brianna to sign this thing She doesn't want to but It's her job so she has to Um yeah, and she walks in and they are filming something Damon's is in the director's chair eugene has the boom mic marla's doing something lighting maybe and brianna and kelly are running through the shot in like their underwear so that's that's where we're at with that that's what they're filming um And Dottie says, "Brianna, just like I didn't know you'd be filming here. You didn't mention that." And Brianna says, "I didn't know. I didn't know we were filming either. Bullshit! You came with a huge truck (laughs) full of equipment.
0: You got a crew. They had the tires set up in the back of their truck. They knew.
1: So you're either lying to her or you were lying to yourself. (laughs) I don't know what, but like I don't even know why you're here. Because you might be on vacation. No one else in this house is on vacation. (laughs) They're here to work." so here we get the the titular storm nobody's really storm swept though that would imply that they are swept away they're storm kept they are storm stuck in this house
0: yeah they're like yeah and also as a side note did you see the posters for this movie like the the cover for the movies and whatnot with the
1: eyes yes it's what appears to be like bird's eyes or something and there are zero birds in this movie
0: Owl in that movie. <laughs> that was a whole conversation between Michael and I. We're like, there were no. Ow- There's not even a bird in this movie. Why are there bird eyes on this freaking poster? Oh, it was driving us nuts.
1: Yeah, I was waiting. Like, <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for an owl attack or ravens, exactly. something like
0: something outside a window cawing or something. Anything really. There's not a single animal in this movie. Nothing.
1: But I guess how do you how do you draw a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> they did the I guess best because. Owl-wise,
0: Well, that's probably what that was supposed to be. That was bad. That was a bad choice.
1: So, yeah, there's a really bad storm. Dottie sort of goes off the road as she's leaving from bringing this insurance form back. Gets her car completely stuck and can't get out. So she has to run back to the house through the storm back to where she least wants to be because she she still doesn't she has some sort of amnesia going on she doesn't know exactly what it is about this house that bothers her but something very deeply bothers her and she does not want to be there um, so the two so Eugene and um, Damon are like oh we'll go get your car out don't worry so they got in the storm and they give up immediately like yeah they (laughs) they drive out to it they're looking at it and they're like turn it ah ah, fuck it like go back (laughs) like it's too 20 seconds they consider helping get this car out and then they just haul ass back to the house so they're it's worth noting by now
0: dan has already proved himself just to be like the most irritating unlikable person on the planet so Shooter Eugene goes to push the car out He gets in he's like no I'll drive it You push it'll be fine And then they just dig the car deeper into the mud
1: Yeah Yeah Damon is I mean he's a creep There's no other way to But not like it's He's not a super aggressive Creep But he definitely Is super flirty With all the women
0: He's like a relentless entitled Predator
1: but in a way that He can like pass it off as a joke if he wants You know like he can say Stuff like you know he can say Flirty stuff and then if they don't go for it You know it's like oh, I do but you know I was just kidding around I was do That guy
0: I kind of Weinstein Weinstein, Weinstein? <laughs> vibes off of him like I I fully believe that's what he was like Like that was just the vibes I got that was just eh. and Maybe it's just my experience with guys like that That, that was definitely Harvey vibes They nailed that
1: yeah, a little bit though. He does have the well. I'll get into it later. There, there's times I think he does the right thing, and times he does the wrong thing. And we'll, get, we'll talk about it when yeah. we get to it. Um, so Dottie's now in the house, dripping, soaking wet from the storm, and Brianna is very lovingly toweling her off, like t- with with the towel on her face, on her breasts very slowly and very to the point that she's looking at her like is this okay so something's going on with Brianna Brianna might be bi or gay we know we don't know but there's definitely sexual tension (laughs) between these two immediately and uh yeah, and it's filmed very lovingly too. Like her, like toweling off the front of her clothes mm-hmm. slowly. And like, it's very. Yeah, a, a man definitely wrote. And well, I actually co wrote with a woman. A woman co wrote this. But, it was his wife. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, fair, directed by a man for sure. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, Damon is macking on Kelly. Brianna suggests Dottie go take a shower A hot shower to warm up Since she, she's stuck there now Because they've tried calling To get a tow truck or something And nobody's doing anything while this storm is going on Which they never like. They're acting like it's a hurricane They never call it a hurricane It just seems to be a storm but.
0: Well, to be fair it's a Southern storms get nasty
1: That's true That's true Those gulf storms But uh, yeah, so they can't get a tow truck or anything out, so she's going to be stuck there for the night. Brianna suggests she go take a shower. She comes upstairs to the bathroom, knocks on the door to bring her a towel. Or no, to bring her some dry clothes. And she's there in a towel, and whoopsie doodle, her towel falls off. And Brianna's standing there staring at her, and so are we, because that's the movie we're watching. And she doesn't immediately... Like, oh, God, no, and grab her towel. Like, she kind of just stands there and lets Brianna take her in, (laughs) you know? Um, And because this is a house with a horny ghost, we don't know how people are being affected immediately or not. When they're being affected or not. Because there are times where there's, like, the gust of wind and they get a weird look on their face and it's clear that they have been possessed. But there's also just sort of a... General hoariness in the air—that's affecting everyone. So it's hard to tell what is just like legit hormones and what's them being manipulated. It's hard to say. <clears throat> um, they have a discussion. They're all sitting around around the fire in the sort of living room, I guess, or parlor, whatever, and they're having a discussion about the difference between gays and lesbians. I wrote that down. I don't remember exactly what the context of that conversation is. Yeah.
0: I want to say it was, if two guys have sex, is it, are they gay? And if two women have sex, are they gay and, or lesbians for a lot, for more technical terms. And I want to say it was Marla who was saying if two women do something, It's different. It doesn't make them any sort of queer. But if guys do anything, they're definitely gay.
1: Yeah, that yeah. That sounds very familiar. That that's the gist of the conversation.
0: Which is totally inaccurate. It just goes back to dating. This is like nineteen ninety five where conversations like this are just bizarre to be having.
1: But Yeah, and it's it's especially odd because in this movie and we'll get to it soon enough, but there is there's a A fairly graphic lesbian love scene Which Was rare enough For that time period Mm -hmm. But also Is kind of the MPAA's nightmare Because the MPAA Their biggest thing Has always been like We can't see women Enjoying sex Yeah So now two women enjoying sex together One of them going down on the other Fairly I mean not like I mean, we're seeing, like, you know, the shots from, like, above the bed if or whatever.
0: Find, yeah.
1: But, so the movie's clearly, like, lesbians A-OK. Mm-hmm. But then there's this weird conversation that's, you know... So I don't I don't know where this movie stands, other than guys look at boobs. Like, <laughs> look, it's boobs. Like, other than that. I don't know what the...
0: It was kind of funny. They set that whole conversation up as oh yeah, women can do something together and it doesn't make them gay, but men, men can't do that. And then as the movie goes on, we do get a lot of women on women scenes and nothing with the guys. So that was just a fun little, I wonder if they set that up on purpose.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would have been more interesting if this is such a horny ghost who can have such an effect on people that Damon and Eugene wind up fucking but I mean it's 1995 So that's what are the chances that
0: So you we... got to have the homophobia taboo-ness to it
1: But just like Like how much can it affect you Can it affect you so much That you would go against sort of your ingrained nature You have to have already there Yeah Because <clears throat> Brianna clearly It's already there under the surface You know oh.
0: She's um, very
1: clearly Noted so, then, what do I have? Um, they're trying to pass the time. Strip poker is suggested and immediately shot down. Which is, A, surprising, <laughs> considering the movie we're watching. But, B, good for them. Good for you, ladies. Right. Like, no, no, no. Um, then Damon wants to play word association, and that fails immediately partially because Kelly is presented as not terribly smart and she doesn't know what the words mean that he's trying to do association. Um, So then truth or dare is suggested and that everybody's up for that. Um, So, of course, Damon being Damon, immediately he asks Kelly and she says truth and he asks her what's her wildest sexual fantasy. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not telling you that, so dare. (laughs) Like... Um, dares her to kiss him first, and she's like, nope, I'm not doing that. Which means, you don't know what truth or dare is. You're playing it wrong. You don't play if you're not going to do, you know. I don't know. If you're not comfortable, (laughs) maybe don't play it in the first place. Then he dares her to kiss Brianna, and that she will do. So, which, Brianna's perfectly fine with. Marla's not into any of this, despite Eugene, like, come on, baby, play. You know, we're just having fun. She's like, nope. No truth or dare for me. I'm not into this. They ask Damon what his fantasy is, and he says stiletto heels and leather and wax. And so he's... He said Lumber
0: what the hell was he doing with lumber?
1: I mean, I don't know <laughs> what that would be. Like, that's... if
0: some foyer contraption made out of wood, like, that's one thing, but like to say it as lumber? Who wrote that?
1: Yeah, that's that's an odd description. Um, but yeah, so we can see what, what he's, he's into. Which is that's fine. He doesn't engage in any of it in the movie, but... Um, so... Dottie leaves that she doesn't want to hear any of this either. So she leaves and goes upstairs, but she's apparently gotten all horned up because she's touching herself. And by touching herself, I mean rubbing her own hair <laughs> and sort of her own breasts, kind of but nothing like you know too crazy graphic um while she's doing that damon and the crew break into the basement because he's like hey i found this door that's locked let's go check it out so they get a screwdriver and they break it open missy's hiding and like hiding in the walls in like the secret compartment part of the basement
0: That's actually what sends Dottie upstairs. They ask her what's in the basement or why it's locked or nothing else is locked, and she refuses to say anything about it. Doesn't want to talk about it, and gets all up in a tiff, and then she goes upstairs. So they go and break in because that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's pretty rude, but also, but also they're—I don't know. I mean, they're paying to rent this place, so I guess they should. She shouldn't. I
0: also wouldn't rent a giant house like that because I always assume they're haunted. So.
1: Yeah, there's that too. Um, because, yeah, so because we don't know how much... She clearly doesn't remember... She doesn't... Like, deep inside, she knows why the basement is locked. But on the surface, she doesn't... She just has a bad feeling. You know, she had, hasn't really remembered yet.
0: Yeah, And she's not allowed to disclose the murders and the orgy... So she can't talk about any of that Even give them like
1: an idea See and that's That's a question plot wise That's a question I have If it's Because she was there for those things We come to find out Spoiler alert um, And she sort of Blocked them out and shoved them down So she doesn't remember them But have her bosses told her Because you would think that would make her remember If they're like well, oh This is the house I where
0: were... to that, Like what, okay, so with everything that happened, obviously there were some sort of police presence involved. She, it had to have been known she was there, which means it's a small freaking town. You saw that town. That was right. small. There was no way everybody didn't know she was involved. And, like, those two dudes really went, oh, no, send her back there. Like, nobody's ever said anything to her. Like, in all this time that's passed, nobody said anything to her. That's not how small towns work
1: yeah and how did Lauren and Missy hide in the basement that was literally a crime scene that the police would have been searching from top to bottom if they're any sort of police at all unless they left and came back but why would you do that Uh, but I would think I have to think her bosses have not told her well yeah they should you're right they should know that she was there but assuming that they don't they had to they must not be telling her because they want her to try her hardest to sell it but they know she's going to have a hard time but they don't want her to know that so they must not have told her what the past they of this don't place bring it is up. either yeah.
0: I, I just that, I could not wrap my head around that part it's Like, how the hell is, as terrible as that was nobody ever her repressing it is fine the rest of the town knows and they just let her walk into it nobody's ever said a word to her nobody's ever brought it up
1: yeah, and that actually convinces me towards your twelve years theory that enough time has passed that like she maybe she didn't work there at the time, and she like yeah. disappeared for a while and came back to town. Well, yeah, I don't know why you would.
0: That's kind of where we went with it too because nothing else makes any sense.
1: Uh, yeah, who knows? We're we're thinking. We
0: Give it right, uh, credit though.
1: Yeah, we're thinking about it harder than than they did when they wrote it for sure. <laughs> um, okay, Lorne. Lorne and Dottie were friends I have this written down I don't know if it's, if it's Lorne who tells this or if this is Dottie starting to remember but this might be when Dottie remembers what's going on Dottie and Lorne were friends, they had another friend named Tiffany who died Tiffany was murdered um, and that's kind of all the information we get at this point yeah I have has amnesia question mark so she's still yeah so she knows a little bit and reveals a little and
0: bit and shows up in her bedroom and kind of clues her into everything that mm-hmm. she's already starting to suspect
1: that's what it is thank you for reminding me oh. I could not figure out why I had this written down yes I was Dottie... trying to
0: remember like in before that or not but, like she kind of starts to figure it out piece it together and he shows up in her room while they're all like downstairs or whatever
1: yeah after she's done rubbing one out Lauren just appears in her room And that She remembers him She's like oh it's Lauren You know and yeah they were friends They had another friend Tiffany And he's He hears Damon coming and he's like Okay, oh, he can't tell anybody I'm here and he like hides behind a thing And she doesn't tell Damon Damon comes in he's like yeah. I because she screamed And he yeah, ran she upstairs
0: And he gets that he booked the Like three flights of stairs He freaking booked it
1: Good for him! Which, yeah, good on him. Um, unless in his mind it's like, ooh, a in stress, I can take advantage of, who knows, with him, but um, yeah, so he hauls ass upstairs, and he's like, what were you screaming about? She's like, oh, I saw a spider, it was nothing, don't worry about it. So, she doesn't narc Lorne out to Damon, which is an odd choice on her part, and clearly shows that she doesn't remember yet everything that happened, because Again, spoiler to come to find out, Lauren is a murderer who murdered her friend. So
0: he told her that one of their other friends, or maybe not a friend, like another person. He calls him like Madman Chad or something. That Chad's the one who did the murders and all that stuff. And you know, Tiffany would want me to protect you. You need to get out of this house. You get everybody to get out of this house. And then Damon, will, you know, runs up the stairs.
1: Yeah, he blames it on. He tells her Chad did it. Don't you remember Chad did it? who's a character we'll never hear about again. Um, So Kelly gets possessed, question mark, maybe? Again, we don't know if it's actual possession, because she gets like the weird sort of look on her face and the wind rush, or if it's just the general melange of sex in the house. But um, so she tells everyone in the room this recurring dream she has, about getting going out to a bar with her fiance and like a biker gang leader walks in and she fucks him in front of everyone it's like a
0: total cuckold exhibitionist almost almost consensual non-consent at first very explicit dream that seems like it's so far off the mark for her for how we've seen her and of course she's like you know i would never actually do this in public i would never actually like this But this is like the closest thing I have.
1: But she, yeah. So she tells everyone in the room, and everyone, Damon in particular, is like, "Whoa, shit! (laughs) I'm impressed." Like,
0: yeah, you can kind of see everybody kind of get affected by it a little bit.
1: Because she's the one you least expect to have that dream. Um, well, except maybe Marla. Marla seems kind of prudish. They seem
0: like a little.
1: For whatever reason, there I'm sure there are enough rooms in this house that everyone can have their own room. But for whatever reason, maybe there aren't enough beds because a lot of the furniture has been moved out. I don't know. But Brianna and Kelly are sharing a bed. It appears that Brianna's asleep. Kelly, all horned up from telling her story to everybody and because there's sex ghosts around, um, starts touching herself. But Brianna's not asleep and, like, senses it behind her or hears it or whatever and, like, rolls over and is like, it's fine, go ahead. I'm just going to watch. But winds up not just watching, winds up helping her out. And then we get, yeah, a, a very, very male-gazy, soft-focused lipstick lesbian, you know. not. It's not, uh, it's probably fairly far afield from reality. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna
0: touch that purple, but it is a. Uh, it's definitely very like less porn, more like erotic, like very soft, like you would think, like you know, lights, candles, satin, seat sheets. Definitely something you would think would be done for, like a performance, like a camera, like if she was doing a movie or something, and not something that would just happen organically. But it does feed into my theory that uh, Rihanna is definitely some kind of not straight, because they went there very, very quickly. Because she helped her immediately, and she basically kind of takes over the fantasy in the biker gang leader's place.
1: Yeah, a little. Yeah, a little bit. Except not. It's not rough at all. Like it's very. It's, it's very, a lot more loving. It's very sweet and very. Yeah. It looks nice. <laughs> it's nice to look at, I guess, is a weird thing to say, but um and yeah, it's it's not crazy explicit, but we do get Brianna going down on Kelly and we I mean you don't see that terribly often in movies at all. So that's something.
0: And they do in this movie, there's full for for the men. You don't see much for the men. Like I I think you see Rear nudity for the men and, like, you know, their chest or whatever. Uh, for the women, you get to see their breasts. You get to see their butts. But they don't do vagina shots at all unless they're wearing underwear, even though they're pretty limited. So you don't get very graphic in most of these.
1: <clears throat> no, but even just, just the shot of Brianna sort of sliding down and, like, there's a shot from above uh-huh. of her head between Kelly's legs and Kelly moaning. And it's like, wow, okay, you don't – outside of legit porn – you don't see that. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: There was definitely a lot more explicit than you would see. Especially, I'm assuming I was born in '92, so I don't early '90s movies. I'm not real familiar with things like in that reign. Um, definitely, what I would expect more more than what I would expect out of a movie from that decade.
1: You don't really even even movies now. You don't really see that like that particular shot. I don't, I just, I, you don't see people between each other's legs very often in movies, like, at all. Maybe in movies I watch. Boy, we're really dwelling on that. Let's move on. <laughs> um, um. The next morning, Kelly is pretty standoffish. Brianna comes down to the kitchen. Or no, when she leaves the bedroom, Brianna's like, hey, are you cool? And Brianna's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Talk to you later. Bye. Peace out. It doesn't really want to linger on the idea of what happened during the night. Um, is possibly regretting it. We don't know. I want to say, here's the the duality of, of Damon. To his credit, because there's what I was expecting to happen. As Dottie is the only one alone in this house, not coupled up, I fully expected Damon to creep up the stairs to Dottie's room and pressure her or something. And he did not. He slept down by himself in the living room like almost a gentleman he ruins that credit by <laughs> the next morning when Kelly comes into the kitchen, he is dressed as a biker, which uh,
0: really, Oh, freaking, where did he, he have those clothes in his backpack? Really?
1: That's my question. Where, he had the
0: hair he had the boots.
1: He's got a leather pants leather jacket, leather boots with chains he's got his hair slicked back with like a comb and like he looks like he's off the set of grease and yeah, where did he get that? Let's pretend for they a second you they had... They
0: weren't working with male models.
1: No. But let's pretend you had that as part of the wardrobe or something in the back of the truck. The equipment truck. Wouldn't you have also had dry clothes then for Dottie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was um, such a
0: weird, favorite. Like, I just... I, the second I saw the boots I just bust out freaking laughing but then he kind of balances it out with you know he's, he's being weird but he made everybody breakfast and that was so nice of him
1: yeah and it's kind of it's this weird mix of it's kind of cute that like he's dressed up as this biker because the girl said she'd like but it's also weird and creepy that like this girl told you her like deepest darkest sexual fantasy and you're like I got just the thing. (laughs) There's a
0: single woman in the house, and you couldn't—you got to go for the one that's engaged too. Like, there's two single women in the house, so that was a little weird. That too.
1: Well, Brianna has already made it crystal clear to Damon that they will never—they will not be fucking. (laughs) That's not going to happen. But yeah, so he's—I don't know—he's kind of up. It's up and down with Damon. He does—he does things I like, and then he does things that are a little off-putting he oh Dottie goes down to the basement now and finds the hidden s&m room that's like behind a bookshelf that she moves out of the way which she had no way of knowing so clearly she's remembering things on some yeah. level because she would have no reason to try to even move a bookcase and damon follows her down there and so he knows it's there too and he's like wow this is my kind of playground. Like he doesn't say it, but it's like this is what you were just talking about, dude. Like this is the room for you.
0: Did you notice that between the two shots of him in the kitchen where he's all, you know, Danny DeVitoing it up or uh what's his face from Greece? I can't remember his last name. Danny Zuko? DeVito. Yeah, there you go. I don't do names, man. Sure. Um between that and the time when he walks down to the basement, he has had a full freaking shower and makeover. His hair's back to being fluffy. He's back in his normal clothes. Michael stops the movie and he's like, "How the hell?"
1: Yeah, time time is kind of meaningless in this movie, especially when you consider. It. So, starting in the morning when we see Kelly stand off as we leave the bedroom, the whole kitchen breakfast scene with the it. There is sun pouring through the windows of the house. The storm is clearly over. It's bright and sunny outside you can leave now Dottie. Mm-hmm. why are you sticking like these people aren't your friend like suddenly overnight these people are your friends and you just want to hang out
0: now so raining and raining pretty hard in that way that southern storms tend to do but but i even said the same thing i'm like it's so bright out though like it's eased up enough you can go get your car at least go get your car out of the mud
1: yeah but... you can call a tow truck now or something okay. or a, t- a taxi <laughs> I don't know. But it's but it's immediately storming again in like the next scene. So I guess it wasn't yeah. it was a short-lived break in the weather. So Damon Damon is in Missy's secret room in the basement and he's looking at the bed and her diary comes flying out from under the bed like ghost assisted, like not quite floating but like like someone's under Fish. the bed and just threw it out. <laughs> yeah. So why 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 the ghost would want Damon to read her di- I don't know what The purpose of that would be What is the What's the goal of that for the ghost I don't know
0: He opens that diary up and she's talking about how She thinks she killed these people And he doesn't go up there and tell anybody He just kept that to himself
1: Yeah Well I guess he doesn't know Like how old is this diary Unless there's dates written in it, this could be sixty years old. I mean, who knows how old it is. But yeah, it still seems like hey everybody look what I found. This is a crazy diary. I found a-
0: in the house we're living in, I'm not gonna share that information. What? Baffling.
1: So upstairs, they're hanging just hanging around in the room again. Um this, this made me laugh because Kelly has they have a Ouija board out and they're just messing around with it. They don't really do anything with it that we see, so it's doesn't really matter plot-wise, but Kelly also has like four other board games out at the same time, like just open on the floor, like she can't decide which one to do. Like there's just peace. like pick one, because there's like Trivial Pursuit and the Ouija board and some other one and like Candyland, <laughs> one at a time. Um. Then Brianna reveals to—is it just to Kelly? Yeah, I think it's just her and Kelly talking. And she reveals that she has never had an orgasm. Which Kelly she talk disbelieve. about
0: what happened the night before.
1: Yes. She's trying to she's trying to talk to Kelly about like, hey, are we okay? Like it's you know, it's fine what we did and you don't have to like be we don't have to be weird about it and we don't have to do it again either. Like it's not we're not like girlfriends now. It's just it's a thing that happened and it's fine. And Kelly's like, like, oh, it was a, It was a nice orgasm. Thank you for that, I guess. <laughs> Rihanna's like, I've never had one. And she's like, never? Oh, my God. How can that be? Which, of course, is going to have to wind up being based on trauma instead of just, like, she hasn't figured it out yet. Or she doesn't know what she likes yet. Or it's medical or something. You know, it has to be gross trauma. and dark. You know, for- I don't need that.
0: I was really upset.
1: Which is a conversation that Missy and Lorne hear, because, and I don't understand what this is, but Lorne has hooked up some sort of device to the pipes in the basement, and he can listen to all the conversations upstairs? Yeah! What is that?
0: (laughs) No freaking clue. Like a freaking cassette tape with like some PVC and some wires. I have I don't know.
1: But he can, yeah, he's... Him and Missy are sitting there, like, "Oh wow, well, she's never an orgasm. That's crazy. Like, you don't have anything better to do."
0: Exactly, and Missy's so out of it. I'm like, really, that's what you care about right now? Like, you look like you're, like, behavior-wise, having a mental breakdown or on drugs. But you can calm down long enough for this conversation. Well,
1: yeah. Why aren't you? Why aren't you telling Lauren, Hey, those people from upstairs who aren't supposed to be here were in the basement. <laughs> Like like, they, they broke into my room and I had to hide in the crawl space. Can we go or twice. do something about this?
0: Twice. Yeah. And the one, because she, she had to have known even that Dottie went in the S&M room or, you know, the torture room, whatever you want to call it. Because there was nowhere else for her to hide. So she had to have known. She had to have seen that. And since we now know Missy was involved and now Dottie remembers, when she saw Dottie, she had no reaction.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Damon comes on to Dottie in the kitchen, a bit aggressive, not full on, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't use the term rapey. But definitely, like, he gets in her face and starts making out with her and she half heartedly I don't want to. I want to be very careful how I say this because I don't want to. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not. She shouldn't have to fight back, but she doesn't fight back. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, she. I I would. I would go as far as to say she does. In the beginning, it does look like he's pressuring her, which is of course not okay, and he should have stopped immediately. But for the sake of the stupid movie. She did concede and consent about maybe two or three seconds in. She just decides she's go for it. You can see her hand movements. She's into it. She's pulling him in. She's spreading her legs. She does get into it, um, which was kind of upsetting just because I find him so freaking cringy. I was like very upset. She gave in so easily, actually. But she does concede and give into it. She does concede's a bad word. She does consent. She does willingly participate, and it does get very far
1: yeah they they bang it out on the kitchen table um which is really rude yeah because everyone else in the house is just wandering around you're not like anybody could walk in but again we don't know how much is their own desires and how much is the house well we come mm-hmm. to we come to learn that for Dottie in this situation she's not at the end of like everything's going fine she seems to be enjoying it they're both enjoying it And then, right at the end, she's like, no, 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 and pushes them off and runs away.
0: Well, uh, I don't want to say it, just in case I'm wrong, but if you pay attention, right when she freaks out and pushes them off, it panned over to the kitchen window and Lauren is standing outside the window.
1: I don't even know if I noticed that.
0: And, because we stopped it for a second when it gets to the next scene, and I was like, really, she's going to act like the way she reacts to it, which is, Again, fine, dandy, and all and good, but she didn't mention this dude. Hold on a second. I'm sitting in front of my computer. I'm.
1: I'll keep talking. <laughs> about
0: um, but she does. She sees him outside the window, and that's when she freaks out and like pushes him away. Oh. And uh,
1: yeah, I didn't you know, notice the, that at all.
0: Everybody else walks in because she screams and I'm like, what the hell? And she runs out, and Kelly and Marla follow her up to her room, and Damon is left going, what the hell?
1: What and again to Damon's credit, he's like, all right, she would, she stopped being into it. Fine.
0: Yeah, he, he immediately stopped. He moved away. Yeah, he and doesn't. He reserved, which I think is a reasonable reaction.
1: He doesn't chase but, after her like, you know, but yeah, her and Marla and Kelly are up in the room, and she explicitly tells them that like, no, he didn't, he didn't do anything I didn't want him to do i was totally into it right up until the end and then i didn't want it anymore and he stopped so she makes it clear to them that like no assault was happening don't you know don't worry about it which is it's good that everyone knows (laughs) the score so nobody goes tries to cave damon's head in or anything yeah the storm is kicking back up the power goes out which again but when they're fucking in the kitchen it's very bright outside and we don't know how long it's been. So it's been at least hours that the sun has been out. Yeah. So the power goes out. They're all sitting around the fire again, sort of in the dark. And here's where Dottie gives the group the backstory. Because apparently she's remembered everything now. Either from because of what just happened with Dottie or because of seeing Lorne or just a gradual process. Who knows? But she she remembers everything now. She was here with eight to ten friends in this house and the spirits of the house made everyone feel sexy that's her exact quote the spirits made us feel sexy which is a pretty funny line and basically they were all drunk and high and an orgy broke out that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but then somebody brought out a whip and things took a turn because next thing you know people are getting stabbed (laughs) which so something went it wrong. Out.
0: When they were there though, they were with the owner's son. Davy is the one who, who says that the spirit's spirit can make them feel sexy. And Davy's the one who tells them this because it's like his great great grandfather who was like burnt by his by his wife. He was murdered by his wife, burnt alive or something. And it's like it's his spirit and it makes them very sexual in nature. And uh so Davy's the one who says that. But yeah, then they go to the flashback and like they're stabbing people, and it was freaking bizarre.
1: Well, and Damon raises the point of like, look, if this story is true, it's they're sexy ghosts. They're not violent ghosts, so I don't know why, you know. Everybody freaked out. Why did violence happen? That doesn't yeah. seem to be part of the melange of the house. <laughs> you know, everything is sex, 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 sex. There's no so where did the violence come from? Lauren is the answer to that, but. Yeah, so in the flashback, we see somebody getting stabbed. We see a man getting stabbed who we never, we don't find out even who that is. But then, yeah, Dottie's Well, the friend... people,
0: have, like the entire cast of the movie, we don't see outside of the two realtors or whatever, like the people sitting outside the store. Like, we don't meet anybody else besides the people in the house, like yeah. right now, the present people.
1: For sure. And we see in that flashback Tiffany getting, she's tied up to the sort of the. I, I call it a cross because that's what shape it is, but it's I mean it's obviously an SNM contraption. And the, the killer, yeah, slit her throat there and Dottie ran it away So and I also wondered, depending on how old this plantation house is, was this always an S and M room or was this at one point like the slave punishment room? I don't mean slave as in like SNM slave, I mean like literal <laughs> African American slaves. I don't know could be
0: bizarre that they, she didn't she's telling them all this and about how they need to leave and she doesn't tell them about Lauren which again I know he said not to but really that that was just a
1: weird choice to make too yeah for whatever reason he's convinced her that it wasn't him it was Chad who did this maybe she didn't see Chad. who did it at the time but yeah. you would think if you were remembering everything else that happened you would also remember that Lauren killed your friend I don't know
0: yeah like he remembers his eyes and I think I'm watching the scene right now yeah right outside the kitchen window I don't know how to turn my camera around to show you Lauren shows up right outside the window and she sees freaks out
1: hmm well good eye I just thought she just the spell was broken or whatever and she decided she didn't want to have sex with Damon anymore that was fine no
0: no right outside full on slicker he gets right up to the window just long enough for her to turn her head and freak
1: hmm Interesting.
0: So, uh, again, you should share, but whatever.
1: It's at this point that um, we see a boom mic come into the shot, because that's how cheap this movie is. There's a couple times that happens, but this is the really obvious one where I think it's it's either when Dottie's telling that story or when Brian is asking for hypnotism. You can see the boom mic come into the top of the shot, so that's great. Yeah, she asks Damon, she's like So I heard you do the hypnosis thing Do you think it would also work I'm vaguely curious about the The bigger breast thing, but really The issue on my mind right now is Um What if someone's never had an orgasm, can you make that happen Through hypnosis, and he's like Yeah, no problem Well, first he says, I can do that without hypnosis Which is the most Damon line Possible It was great But then, yeah, then he says Yeah I can do that no problem So now we get A phenomenally uncomfortable scene And it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable This whole movie would probably make A lot lot of people uncomfortable I don't mind most of it But he puts her under And In front of Everyone else in this house All the other residents of the cast He sort of regresses her back You know to, he's like, okay, why he's trying to get to the root of why she can't have an orgasm. At first she says like, oh, she's in her room she's 15 or 14 or whatever she's in her room with her boyfriend or something and he wants to put (laughs) it in and she doesn't want to. And he's like, well, that's not it, that's not it, that's it, back further than that. She's like, well, I don't want to do it because it's wrong, because mommy says I'm a monster. And he's like, whoa, what's that about? We'll go back further. And so we get her, again, to an entire room of people, some of whom she barely knows, tells the story of that when her and her brother were very young, she asked her younger brother to touch her and do things to her. And her mom caught them and. Yeah, laid the fire and brimstone down and called her a monster and said she's evil and don't ever do stuff like that again. And that's why, for the rest of her life, she's been unable to have an orgasm.
0: I think it's an important distinction to also note that, like, she says that and then also says, like, she was touching herself and then her brother wanted to do it for her. And then that's when their mom walked in, apparently. But it's not just her recounting it either, which I mean, I have a strong enough stomach. Most things don't bother me. But, like, in front of all of these people she didn't just share her trauma she really lived it like she she did the crying the screaming the begging and her reaction to her mom spanking her and her brother like you got all of it just thrown at it it, it was intensely uncomfortable
1: yeah and damon should have had the wherewithal to take her well see here's where i'm torn because damon being damon if I were everyone else in the house and he goes, yeah, I'll help you with hypnosis. Let me take you in the other room. I would be like, Whoa, no, no, no. You do this in front of us. But also don't do this in front of everybody. Take this somewhere. Yeah. So it's just you and her. Like how do you balance that? I guess.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, and he, he's nice through it all. Like he's not inappropriate. He's very calming very much. You know, you're okay. You're safe. It's all right. We're going to make it better. But I said, like, you can just, send everybody out of the room at that point that was just bad it was, it was it was rough to watch it for the couple minutes it's on screen
1: yeah once you figured out that like oh that's where we're going with this hey can everybody step out <laughs> for a second because this is not for general audiences and then as if so yeah she's already told this story that she probably wouldn't want everyone in the world to know in front of everyone but it's also gotten her over her trauma instantly and she she masturbates right there in front of everybody and has the an or- yeah. first orgasm of her life so like now you're doing this in front of everyone too I would be angry when I woke up
0: I about died when he's like you know imagine Kevin Cosner it I just started laughing and she's like no 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 Alex Trebek I freaking hollered
1: yeah he's like it. he's trying to talk her through like he's gonna get her to you know start masturbating and yeah, he's like, okay, you walk through a door and there's a bed, and it's your ideal dream lover. It's you know, it's Kevin Costner, and she's like, no, 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 no. He's like, well, why not? She goes, no, it's not, it's not Kevin Costner. It's Alex Trebek, and he's like, the Jeopardy guy. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so
0: in his face, he's like, really? It was the perfect opening. She could have just said Kelly. My life would have been complete, but you know, whatever. I can't have anything in this life.
1: Yeah. So clearly, she is. She's bi. Yeah. I mean, if she, if her ultimate dream fantasy person is Alex Trebek, and she's also minutes away from having sex with one of the men in the house, you know, so she's, yeah, so she's bi. That's fine. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that's an interesting, with so much bi erasure, particularly in that time period, that's interesting to me too. Yeah. So he brings her out of it. She is... Not at all perturbed that this has all happened. I mean, I guess who knows how much she remembers of it, but she definitely remembers, knows that she just had her first orgasm, and she's very pleased and very like, Whoa. <laughs> like, like, where's your cigarette? You need one. But not perturbed at all that everyone in the room just saw this happen. So she's a free spirit, this one. And she says to Damon, she says, thanks, that was great, but I'm still not going to fuck you. <laughs> and leaves the room. So, like, if you thought that was your in... It's not Damon, sorry. Who she is gonna fuck though is Eugene because (laughs) the kitchen seems to be a real hot spot because Brianna's in the kitchen and Eugene comes in because he just watched her rub one out in the living room. Of course he's turned on and kind of, much like Damon did to Dottie, kind of aggressively gets in her face and starts kissing her and she fights it for half a second and then goes with it. They make their way into the pantry and are very loudly fucking
0: <laughs> Very loudly Well they're like they're trying to be quiet Like he's telling her to be quiet And he's covering her mouth But it is very aggressive Very much pin me up against the wall and take me And then Marla over can hear them from the living room Because the living room is attached to the kitchen yeah. It's an old house The sitting room is attached to the food place
1: And we see Eugene's ass Which that's fair Yeah this made me laugh too so yeah marla runs in because she hears them and she's looking in the pantry where they're where she's fuck me fuck me she's yelling you know and this. and brianna just shuts the door in her face instead of she isn't like oh god we're busted or like oh god i'm sorry or anything she just like you're not interrupting us and just shuts the door in marla's face so she can finish fucking it's pretty awesome
0: It was pretty freaking funny. That
1: Um, was like the best part of the movie. So now there's a scene of sort of apology where like Eugene's trying to apologize to Marla of like, I don't know what came over me, it's not I'm not even into Brianna, you know, you're my girlfriend. And Brianna's also trying to say to her, like, I'm sorry I fucked your man, I don't know what came over me, like I'm not even into him, you know? I think we're
0: supposed to assume it was the spirit, but they didn't do a very good job of, like, portraying that at all.
1: Yeah, there should be a better sort of line of demarcation between what's just them being horned up and what's them being influenced by the house, but since there isn't, we don't really know. But one assumes this one was definitely the work of spirits, because Brianna, you know, I don't don't know that Eugene would be the guy, and Eugene's got Marla right there, so... So, speaking of cucks, you used the word cuck earlier, which is a word I don't usually like, but it definitely applies here. Marla just flat out in front of Eugene. She's like, oh, it's cool. You're sorry. Well, I'm taking Damon to bed now. Come on, Damon. And Eugene's like, no, wait, no. And she's like, no, fuck you. Bye. And goes upstairs and fucks Damon. And And Damon gets the
0: best line of the movie right there. And Marla's like, come on, let's go. And Damon's like, uh. Like, he looks like he's not sure for half a second. And shooter standing by the fire. He's like, you know, no, I'm so sorry. They like, cost a few logs on there. We're gonna be a while. Like that <laughs> yeah. was just,
1: which is in character for Damon to not worry about how Eugene feels. But I do wonder if I kind of feel like I I don't think the spirits are affecting Marla at all. I think she's just no, in full angry. revenge mode. Like I just yeah. had to watch you fuck Brianna. You're going to listen to me fuck Damon. <laughs> like from. Mm-hmm. You sit here and just listen, which is, I mean, good revenge. I feel a little bad for Eugene because it's not like, you know, it kind of wasn't his. And here's where we get into the issue of choice throughout this entire movie. How much of this is their choice? How much is any of this consent really when they are under the influence, just like you can be under the influence of drugs or alcohol and not be able to consent? Mm-hmm. This is ghost consent erasure You know so It's sketchy territory I don't know But Eugene doesn't have to listen to anything Because despite all of his Big talk Now that he has Marla in bed Damon can't get it up <laughs> Which is He interesting... not get it up
0: if he only lasts Like two seconds
1: Oh is that what it is
0: I'm not entirely sure I got the feeling He just like came very quickly
1: that could be it. Either way, he has not performed up to all of his big talk because he's definitely like, she's like, oh, it happens and he's like, not to me. Like, well, so Marla comes back downstairs and the spirits have struck again because Eugene and Kelly are fucking on the living room floor. So Eugene either wasn't that sorry or the <laughs> spirits are really working overtime.
0: Yeah, because Kelly, I think, was definitely hit by the spirit. She comes down in that like very flimsy, sheer robe bobber and like yeah. drops it and yeah and so like they they wake up it's the next morning when they find them i think and they're like all cuddled up in front of the fire and stuff oh and, and it's not was-
1: it's not marla that finds them it's kelly's fiance bob who has arrived at the house <coughs> through the storm again somehow
0: yeah nobody can leave but he got in
1: because it's sunny again outside nobody so i really arrive. question why Dottie has stuck around all this time but Maybe now it's like I'm starting to remember things about this house and there's a mystery and I need to solve it for my own mental well-being. I don't know. Yeah, it's Kelly's fiancé, Bob, who's like, I should have known when you were going off to work that you'd be fucking other dudes, by and leaves. Gets I was it. not
0: surprised to see what truck he drove.
1: I, not no, shocked. Very much, <laughs> very much Bob's truck. But Dottie, now seeing an opportunity, Dottie and Marla, Marla who's just pissed off, And Dottie, who's wanted to leave since minute one, chase Bob down, like, oh, God, can you give us a ride back to town? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Eugene's trying to chase them down on foot. No, Marla, come back. I'm sorry. And winds up taking the crew equipment truck to chase them down. So now everyone's out of the house except for, I guess, Brianna, Kelly, and Damon.
0: Damon. There's, like, nine minutes left in the movie, and it's almost like they just looked at the clock and went, oh, shit, we slotted this for an hour and a half? we have to get going and they cut out half the cast
1: absolutely because it's it's at this point i went god how much is left of this and i paused it Mm -hmm. and i looked and there's nine minutes left of the movie and i went that's impossible because what's
0: gonna happen nine minutes you cannot wrap this up any satisfactory kind of way
1: because two of that is credits (laughs) yeah (laughs) so what how are we going to do this so we come to find out we're back down in the basement we find out Lauren has, the reason Missy has stuck around is because Lauren has been drugging her. He's doing something with a cactus, scraping, I don't know if that's part of the candle making process or that's how he's getting this drug.
0: But if you if you go back to when um, Dottie's telling us about that night, she said, you know, the, the spirit and they'd been drinking and smoking and they were using cactus juice. And I, I, I don't know oh. the exact science behind it i have heard of cactus juice being used in drugs it, it's very like a uh like a psychedelic
1: is that what so, ayahuasca is i don't know i don't know either i'm not a drug person <laughs> um
0: but but he, she does mention the cactus juice the night of the party when everything happened with the orgy and the murders
1: which again for me that raises the question of are you just blaming what happened the first time on ghosts when really you were all just Drunken, high and had an orgy and now you feel bad about it like maybe no, there's no ghost at all <laughs> and this is just people behaving badly i don't know that'll be a fun twist but yeah lorne has been he's got a giant syringe full of something and he's been drugging missy that's why she's been so complacent and so stuck with him here this time he's kept her here as his away girlfriend i guess which is bad form um so he chains her up on the cruise, the cross thing. Damon takes... Damon's like, hey, you guys you guys aren't going to believe... Just now, he's waited this long. You guys aren't going to believe what I found in the basement. There's like an s dungeon down there. Come check it out. So Damon and Kelly and Brianna wander downstairs, find Missy chained up on this thing. Lauren appears from the shadows, knocks Damon over the head, and he's out for the next... Well, the remainder of the movie, basically.
0: Missy's like begging the spirit to save her because the spirit's always protected her. She's all freaked out and panicking now.
1: But how? I don't. We've never seen an instance. How is the spirit protecting her? No. The only I have no. The only time we've seen her really interact with the spirit was when it possessed her, tried to get her to fuck Lorne, and when Lorne wouldn't, the ghost pushed Lorne onto the bed. Yeah. So I don't know that the ghost is protecting her at all.
0: <laughs> I think it's about here where Dottie gets some weird like. I don't know, a weird vibe or something, and it's like, oh no, shit, we got to go back.
1: Yeah, Lauren has yeah, Lauren's knocked out. Damon, he chains Kelly up as well. Brianna runs upstairs to get a knife from the kitchen, and Dottie has, yeah, Dottie in the in Bob's truck is kind of looking back at the house from down the long down the road, and either has a bad feeling or is like, yeah, I shouldn't leave them behind. So she stops the truck and she jumps out, runs on foot back to the house. And arrives just in time. Brianna yeah, Brianna tries to attack Lauren with a knife. He just punches her just punches her in the face straight on.
0: When like, he she tries to go up the stairs and she yeah. comes down, he like full on kicks her in the face. Horrible sound effects. Very, very bad. Sends are flying. Should've knocked her out, but it didn't.
1: The knife goes flying over by Damon, who Yeah, it...
0: Like in front of a cage or
1: something. He must be still kind of out of it or something because he picks the knife up and instead of doing anything with it, he looks you at like it right. and tosses it back over his shoulder like, that's not going to do it. Like, no, you need that, dude. <laughs> so that? He must have still been like I don't know. brain sluggish from getting hit in the head. Yeah. But Dottie arrives just in time to because Lauren is choking Brianna out on the floor and Dottie arrives just in time to give him a swift kick.
0: Suddenly she knows, like, Taekwondo or something.
1: I guess. Lorne's not much of a fighter when he doesn't have a weapon, I guess. The spirit frees Missy, like, her shackles come loose on their own. And she grabs the knife that Damon foolishly tossed away. Yeah, Dottie runs in, hits Lorne with a knee, and then they chain Lorne up. They don't kill him, they just chain him up. And then we have the strangest ending. <laughs> so abrupt and so totally I think weird.
0: He cut Lauren. I think he like cuts his neck or something, but I don't think she kills him.
1: Yeah, she does Yeah, he's unconscious in some form because we see them chaining him up, and then we like, show Damon standing up, and he's like holding his shirt. And he there's been a running sort of line throughout the movie when or whenever somebody got sex ghost possessed, where they're like, "Ooh, it's hot in here, isn't it hot in here?" Kelly said it, and somebody else said it. <laughs> Damon stands up and he starts opening his shirt and he's like, Oh, it's hot in here. And then bursts out laughing. And we freeze frame on that. Roll credits. That's the. And then it's over! Like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. What an odd note to end on.
0: Like, everybody laughs, like, Oh, ha ha. No, I'm traumatized. I'm not laughing right now.
1: Very, very strange. Okay. Strange that's film. Weird. But that, that's the movie. I would say, as far as these sorts of movies go, it was trying something. It at least attempted to have a story. The story didn't always really make sense. It wasn't that great. But a lot of the movies like this don't even bother having a story. It's just like, these two busty babes are cops and they're gonna catch, you know? And there's no like a, story. It's just excuses to have naked people. So this at least try. Like it's
0: tried. Awkward. Foreign movie director tried to make a psychological thriller
1: and yeah it sort of it, wants to be a horror movie but it never commits to that yeah so there it are tried. movies of this type you could do much worse this is at least watchable it's not good but it's but not good you could do better you could do worse we'll leave it at that um
0: especially like me, who enjoys movies that kind of make you go, what the hell is this, where I like movies that are bad. And this was just where I was still like, okay, this is so ridiculously bad, I can still be semi-entertained by it. I would probably never watch it again.
1: No, and I never would have heard of it if it hadn't randomly come up. Speaking of, it's that time of the show where I push the magic button to find out what movie chosen completely at random. Will be next week's episode. Pushing the button now. And it is. Oh, that'll be fun. From 1990. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The live action. The first. That'll be fun. Very different from this movie. That'll but be that's, great. Uh, Look, at, li- at, Spencer. Least, at least it's something I've heard of. Which is rare enough for this show. It is on HBO Max. For people who want to watch along. If you don't already have the DVD or Blu-ray or something. Yeah. Teenage Ninja Turtles on HBO Max from 1990. The first live action one. Not the Michael Bay one. Um, <laughs> and not a cartoon one. The live action one. So that's the movie for next week. You ma'am, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram, things of that nature.
0: Um, I'm easiest to find on Twitter. My handle is just at CJPenDragon. Um, I have a podcast coming out soon that we mentioned at the beginning. It is called A Smutting Smutting Disaster. It's a podcast that is ran by me and two of my friends. It focuses on bad porn in literature. Um, Our first episode coming out is going to be on Fifty Shades of Grey. It's one I've led the discussion for. We we touch on BDSM. And you can also find me on Instagram with the same handle.
1: Excellent. Yeah, everybody. Wait, I'm. I'm very much looking forward to that podcast. Everybody, check that out whenever it is available in the future, soon, hopefully. And hopefully um, very. Thank you, CJ, very much for being here. Thank you so much for this, having uh, me. Strange, strange movie with me. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> have picked anyone else because this was one where I'm like. Man, it's going to be... Who do I even ask to do this? It's going to be awkward. And then I'm like, wait, I know who won't be weirded out by this movie. <laughs> I, so.
0: I looked it up. I saw the reviews. and like, this is on Amazon. You should be a save. I'm like, oh, hell yes. This is my movie. This is perfect.
1: Excellent. Well, that'll do it for me this week. Everybody... Oh, I suppose I, I always forget my own stuff on Twitter. <laughs> uh, the podcast is That's So Random P2 any uh, questions comments suggestions the show has an email that's so random pod at gmail.com rate review subscribe all that stuff i don't really care about i'm supposed to care about it but i don't really yeah that'll do it for me this week thank you again and uh bye everybody